Welcome to Wilton's Music Hall podcast, bringing to life the extraordinary history of the oldest grand music hall in the world, and its present as a world-class theatre and music venue. It is a special co-production with The Roundhouse. My name is Max Levine. Music Hall isn't about sitting in silence and watching a performance. Participation is key. So in this episode, we've got two great stories about how music brings people together. First, the members of Wilton's Music Hall Choir, about why they come to Grace's Alley every week to belt out some classics. Second, we chat to Tristy Vogue, just before she goes on stage with her excellent all-girl swing band, about the peculiar way in which her musical family formed. People feel like people know. I feel like this is sort of something I'm growing up. It doesn't mean everything yeah. did. People feel around the <coughs> and then everyone around the chorus of Daisy Daisy. Daisy, Daisy, give me your answer too. I'm half crazy. I am David. I'm the learning and participation manager here at Wilton's. Wilton's Music Hall Choir. Uh, I was thinking there's, because I'm not very musical myself, and there's a couple of workshops um, that I've done that involves music, and, you know, we've got music in the title of our name, Wilton's Music Hall, so I was like, oh, we should do something music, really, music-orientated. Um, so I was like, I definitely need to set up a choir, because we've got all these cool songs, or Victorian musical songs that have been performed here, and we're not singing them or they're not being heard, so let's 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 set that up. So um, we've got Ed Hicks, who's a banjo player. He plays his, he comes in with his banjo and he teaches um, people who come to the choir different musical yeah. songs. So that harmony follows a similar pattern. Let's all try and learn the harmony and then we'll just because um, everyone knows the tune anyway, then we'll split just um, as you feel. So he goes Follows a similar band, it goes Daisy, Daisy. It does that really fruity note. Daisy, Daisy. My name's Barbara, and I've been to the choir about four times. Well, I've been, I was born and bred in Whitechapel, and with the old songs, like for these like Mother Brown, I'd go, Oi, and a lot of them go, Oh. And as well, when it's sort of Mother, I say Mother. And even my kids call me mother. And a lot of them go, mother. But I can't even say it properly. So <laughs> what you see is what you get. <laughs> Which makes it go, give me your answer. Give me your answer. It's actually quite therapeutic. Because um, even if I had a really stressful day, I'll go to the choir, sometimes not even necessarily wanting to, but I'll come out thinking, oh, that was good. <laughs> um, it's just a nice thing to, to take part in, participate in. Um, and it's cool just hearing those old songs that would have been performed here years ago, um, back when it was a music hall. Yeah. But we, the kinds of songs we sing, it's Champagne Charlie, um, The Boy I Love Is Up In The Gallery, that's a good one, because we've got a balcony, so fits in nicely um, yeah those kinds of songs I'm a 
when I do front of house here, and then I sort of look on the net, and there it was, the kind I thought, yeah, that's me. It's very uplifting. I'm a happy person, but it makes you just feel good that you're doing something you enjoy doing, and I just love singing. Whether it's good or not is another story. <laughs> I used to sing like 60s chick. Used to sing to all Beatles and everything. I mean, even when I was a kid, weren't a couple of Bob, my name, she got me to sing to all her old fogies and they used to give me Penny and Tartan Seach. So yeah, <laughs> no, I've always sung and I've always wanted to sing on the stage. Hopefully we will at the end of it. But it's just great, it's fun, it's laughter. And they sing like I talk, perfect. <laughs> Alison is another regular attendee of the choir, for whom Music Hall, and Wilton's itself, has a very special family link. I've always been aware that my grandmother was an actress in, in musicals in the 1920s, and her parents had been music hall performers, and her aunts and uncles, and her grandparents too. And uh, when I was a child, my grandmother was really keen to tell her grandchildren about that history. She was a very good pianist, and whenever we saw her, um, invariably she would strike up a tune at the piano piano, and try and teach us some of those old songs. And I, I do have quite clear memories of her sitting with a, a shawl around her shoulders and sort of bashing out the tunes, um, you know, My Old Man, down at the old bull and bush. Um, there's a boy I love up in the gallery and we would attempt to sing along. I was delighted when I saw that Wilton's was going to run a musical choir. I felt that it was my destiny to join it, partly because I know some of the old musical songs, but I also thought it would be a great way to get, to get new, new people along who don't know them and to enjoy them. And... Yeah, so far it's going, it's going really well. I'm not sure when the first performance is going to be. It might be some months off, but hopefully we'll get to do that. There's a massive range of people in the choir. There's people that, that work in the city. Um, there's, there's true East End locals. Um, there's a couple of um, actors um, and professional singers, um, but generally just people who, who, you know, quite fancy the sociability of a choir on a Monday evening. Wilton's builds all kinds of music, from traditional music hall song, which you just heard the choir sing, through to swing and more classical fare. Tricity Vogue, who you're about to hear from, has played in the main hall and at Wilton's Free Jazz Nights on Mondays in the Cocktail Bar. She's the founding member of the All Girls Swing Band, and David chatted to her about how the band have inherited a tradition from another very famous group of women. I just saw the nattiest guy Looking so sharp he caught my eye All dressed up in a suit and tie And a brand new bowler hat Well, how about that bowler hat? He went walking 
walking down the street. I should tell you about the old girl swing band actually and why, why I'm doing that because that's what I'm doing tonight. Um, that's quite a good story. I grew up in Leeds and uh, my mum and dad are still there and since retirement my dad has become a very keen historian and he's become a member of the Leeds Civic Trust and he is the blue plaque man, he's one of the one on the blue plaque committee um, and he's the man that writes, researches and writes the, the text for the plaques and organises the unveilings and, and all that sort of thing. Um, and one of the people who is one of Leeds's kind of uh, historical figures is a female musician called Ivy Benson. And uh, I didn't know about Ivy Benson until my dad told me about her, but she ran an all-girl swing band, uh, the Ivy Benson All-Girl Swing Band. Uh, and they were huge. They weren't just like some little piddly little venture. They were the BBC resident dance band in the 30s and 40s. And they were also invited to, to Berlin after World War II. And they were the first band to play in the newly liberated Berlin um, on, you know, on air, um, broadcast to the nation. Um, and she was, she was going for many, many years all through the war. I think her very last gig was at the Savoy Hotel in the 80s. Um, and... Uh, I've, I've had the chance to play at the Savoy myself solo, I've never, but one of my dreams would be to take my all-girl swing band and play, play there too. Um, but by Ivy Benson all-girl swing band, uh, they didn't really record anything, um, so they've kind of been lost to history a little bit. And also, I, I mean, a lot of female jazz musicians struggle with the fact that jazz is a very, it is a very kind of um, male-oriented musical scene. Um, um, but uh, one of the things that interested me, I, I, I basically got invited to, um, to go up to Leeds for my dad's plaque unveiling on the house in, um, uh, in Leeds where Ivy Benson grew up, little terrace house. And uh, my dad asked me if I would play her signature tune on the ukulele and sing it, which was called Lady Be Good, it's an old jazz standard, Lady Be Good, um, for the launch. And I did that. Um, and they'd invited all the former Ivy Benson band members that they could get hold of to come along. I don't think with much hope, but actually loads of them turned up and they came from all over the country. They came from Devon, they, some came from Germany um, as well, um, and they all turned up. They, they'd been with the band over different eras, so there was kind of different age groups represented ranging from sort of 50s and 60s through to 70s, 70 and 80 year old women and they all had little um, little charms around their necks, little necklaces with like a little gold trombone or a trumpet or, or their music, whatever instrument they played around their necks um, and it was really charming and uh, when I did my um, Lady Be Good I got, one, I got the sax player from the all-girl swing band to come up and do the sax solo on a kazoo which was hilarious because she was oh it's a really hard read it's like it's not a read it's a bit of plastic to be fair um, but that was very exciting and then afterwards we all went for tea and they started telling anecdotes about you know kind of oral history kind of stuff about their adventures with the band you know like the bass player talking about all the scary older girls making her smuggle cigarettes back from Germany in her bass case and all these kind of wonderful stories um, and that inspired me to start an all-girl swing band in, in kind of, uh, to carry on 
that, that tradition almost and kind of the legacy. Um, and that was kind of the inspiration. Um, and it's very interesting because you think all oh, times moved on, but in some way it's still the same struggle to, to have women, for women musicians to have the same level of kind of respect or interest as male musicians. Um, tonight we're going to hear um, a, the, who, the woman who's drumming with me tonight is called Michelle Dries and she's one of the most established jazz musicians and uh, jazz drummers in the country um, and I told her this anecdote about the, uh, all the Ivy Benson musicians and all their little charms around their necks and she said do you think that's a bit tacky wearing your instrument around your neck I said no I think it's a really lovely thing and if I could find a little ukulele I'd probably wear one and then she pulled down a shirt and she was wearing a little drum, drum charm around her neck and then the next day in the post a little envelope came and it had a little tiny silver ukulele charm in it um, so I wear a little ukulele around my neck now as well. I was just thinking I've forgotten to put it on, which is, oh, but it's audio anyway, so I can <laughs> actually I like show it you. It. And that's one of the things that really defines you as both a woman and a musician, because I couldn't see any guy musicians doing that, but it's a very feminine thing to wear your, a little charm of your instrument around yes. your neck. It's kind of really nice. If you're interested in Wilton's Music Hall Choir, please visit the website for more information. That's it for this episode. So all that's left to say is goodbye from Grace's Alley. Wilton's Music Hall podcast was produced and presented by me, Max Levine, with support from the lovely David Graham. It is a special co-production between the Roundhouse and Wilton's Music Hall. 